Live from the White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios in Knoxville, it's the morning show on Fan Run Radio. Here are your hosts, John Reed and Bob Baskerville. Back in the booth, back on the airwaves, coming at you live from the White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios. Good morning to you, Knoxville and surrounding area. John Reed, Bob Baskerville, Sam Beard, as we kick off this Tuesday morning with you, 7.02 a.m. Good morning, Bob. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. Um... Feels nice outside. Makes a big difference. Doing all right. How about you, man? Solid. Other than my allergies. One of those allergy mornings where I am congested and eyes itch, but we shall press forward because it's what men do. It's what men do. Morning, Sam. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. Doing pretty well. Um... I think I'm getting over those those allergies and stuff like that or whatever I had so I can I can breathe clear again and I'm feeling feeling solid so I'm I'm feeling pumped this morning. Another nice nice little weather day as well like Bob said. I felt like summer walking out this morning. Yeah, I almost felt stupid for having pants and a light hoodie on. But I haven't had to start the car anymore in the mornings. Mm-hmm. That's no, nice. No ice to get off of. It's a luxury. I don't know if we're supposed to head back to any type of winter weather or if we've officially made it. I know that over the next 10 days, we only have one day that doesn't reach at least the 50s. I can handle the 50s. We'll go back to some winter. You think so? Have you seen that graphic of the like the 12 seasons of Tennessee? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, but it's not it's not ironclad. I think it's we're in the spring of deception right now. We're going to get third winter, and then we'll get into the spring. Third winter's coming? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We've got winter, full spring, second winter, which was the big snowstorm, spring of deception, which we're currently in. Third winter will be after this, and then actual spring and summer. I've never never heard of that. That looks like, sounds like something would be cooked up by Cam Newton and his (laughs) wizard's hat. Yeah, it's it's definitely a uh, a Reddit post. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It does check out though. It re- really does. It does check out. Although, you know, I was just wondering if we were going to actually get back to third winter. I can't imagine it's every year it happens. I don't know if it depends on what the groundhog has seen. That is true. The groundhog did say it was early spring. Although he bats under fifty percent, so yeah. that usually means the opposite. That's who I don't trust. I, I trust my my twelve seasons of Tennessee more than I trust. That damn groundhog. Yeah. What's he know? Punxsutawney. Some of the things we do in society is so stupid. I question that groundhog every single year. Even as a kid, I was like, really? I'm supposed to believe this? This is one of the more cockamamie things you've tried to teach me, teacher. I don't know if I buy it. And they get groundhog. up for it. That, that whole city loves it. Well, I get it in the city. you got to be known for something. I guess that's true. That's all you got. Yeah, like growing up. Athens, friendly city, ha, ha, ha. Now, you know, now that I get older, I, I think of Athens, and I'm like, you know, the Battle of Athens, which is kind of cool. It's, for, you know, like the the people, the citizens of the city being like, no, you're not going to rig our elections. Crooked cops, we just got back from war, and we're going to defend it. We're, we, we know what democracy is supposed to be, and there's a big shootout, Sam, at the courthouse, and, like, you could go down – downtown and see like bullet holes and such and they say that well that's from the battle of athens which is kind of cool yeah it's on the other side of january 6th you know like those people not patriots according to history i don't know how you feel about them but they got they got called treasoners (laughs) yeah but my people down in athens that shot at the cops and and stormed the courthouse they were deemed patriots Mm mm-hmm 
honorable men. Yeah, yeah. Because again, uh, crooked cops were, were rigging the elections and such, and and men took up arms and said, "Ah, uh-uh, it ain't gonna happen." So that's what I, you know, think of Athens for now. But growing up, it's like, oh, friendly city, friendly city. We're so nice. <laughs> Got to be known for something. Knoxville, I don't know what their thing is. So it used to fight. It used to be a fighting town. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it used to be a fighting town, apparently. You got the trading post and such so that people would come here and, and, and scrap it out. Just like some like fight club type stuff? Yeah. yeah. That's sick. I, I know we looked into that history at one time here at the station whenever Nate was trying to think of names and I was going to try to call it like Scuffle Town. I was like, oh, no, trust me, there's a huge history in Knoxville. And I looked it up, and there was some history. I was like, I'd never heard of that. I've heard of Scruffy, Scruffy Town. Oh, like a, I mean, I, a scruffy little city, but as far as Scuffle Town goes, never heard of that. But it is a thing. I, I did find some history with it, and it did say that people, it used to be a meeting ground from all over, like, all the areas. Huh. There's trading posts, and they'd get here, and they'd just try to beat each other's ass, which is kind of cool. Yeah, I like that. That'd be a cool movie. I'd like that a lot more than, I'm not a big fan of uh, Scruffy city it sounds it sounds like we're part of a peanuts cartoon or something well i think it's one of those things that you used i think it i think it was originally termed a scruffy little city as a kind of an insult and i think you tried to kind of embrace it yeah no yeah that's a cute little city over there (laughs) they try i think i think knoxville kind of kind of ran with it if my understanding is correct you said you want to watch a movie about it well i mean you did say fight club there is a movie about it i know that's that's why i said it Although Fight Club's got a whole weird thing where it kind of combines the Battle of Athens where we are trying to take down the government, too, spoiler alert. So, like, kind of fits both of these stories. Maybe Fight Club's about both of these cities. <laughs> there, there, <laughs> yeah. was, there was some movie, and I want to say, say it was, maybe it wasn't called Scuffle Town, but it was something, it had Bruce Dern in it. It was kind of an under-the-radar movie. Bruce Stern? Bruce Dern. Bruce Dern. Bruce Dern. But I can't quite remember the name, but it was something like that. And I, but I don't think it had anything to do with the history lesson you were just giving us all. Digstown? That's it, Digstown. Never heard it. I was going to say, like, Green Street Hooligans. There's fighting in that one if you want to watch it. It's like soccer soccer fans over in London. Like, they have their rival crews and stuff. Gangs. That are just, like, fighting each other over soccer. So if you want to watch that one, maybe. No, I've never heard of Digstown. Yeah, it wasn't that good a movie. I don't know if I've ever. I mean, when you say Bruce Dern, nothing comes to my mind. He was no, he won an Oscar. Um, he's been in a bunch of. He's no longer with us, but he was in. Um, he was in a bunch of movies, and his daughter's Laura Dern. Yeah, I know Laura. Yeah, and I, now that I've Googled Bruce, I, I know what he looks like. Yeah, but just when you said the name, nothing came to mind. Yeah, yeah, character actor. He was. Uh, he wasn't like a headliner. I didn't realize Laura Dern had a. Famous daddy. She I did some Laura Dern. The Hateful Eight. Ah, oh, that's for, I forgot about him being in the Hateful Eight. I guess Nebraska was his ne- big movie. Nebraska was the one yeah. he got the Oscar love for. And you know who else? The hell was, was that movie about corn? No, it was about family dynamics and stuff. Uh, a guy who got a lot of uh, critical acclaim in that was Will Forte, old Saturday Night Live guy. But it was a, more of a dramatic role. Okay. I just saw this headline. LeBron James chastises media over Bronny James mock draft reports. Let the kid be a kid. It's like, how? Do, why do you think that's all happening to him? Maybe if you didn't name him Bronny James yeah. Jr. Yeah, and if you didn't talk about kid. when he goes in the lottery after one year, I might go play with him wherever he gets drafted. Well, not only that, but, yeah, I mean, like, literally – Two months ago, he was saying that he could play and contribute for the Lakers right now. <laughs> like he, he literally said that as he was putting down his Lakers teammates. I don't know if it was more trying to gas up his son or to send a message to, to Rob Polinka in the front office that, hey, I need some help. These guys stink. But he literally said he could s- contribute oh, right now on the Lakers. And now he's like, hey, let him be a kid. It doesn't matter. Which, I mean, he's kind of right. It doesn't matter. Brian James is going to be okay, regardless. Much like Laura Dern, that talentless hack, he will have a chance to to play eventually in the NBA because of his famous daddy. 
Just kidding, Laura, in case you're listening. I think you're very talented. <laughs> Great character arc on Big Little Lies. I appreciated you on that show a lot. But, I mean, yeah, you talk about it, Sam, uh, the whole Brody James. I, I guess I guess he was right when he was younger, when he didn't want to wear number 23. He didn't want people to know who, <laughs> yeah. who his dad was. I mean, Ron James Jr., wait, who's his dad? His wait, brother dad? Bryce seems like to be completely out of the media. Yeah, I haven't really heard of uh, from Bryce the last couple of years. But because, he I mean, he's plays. supposed to be a better prospect. Yeah, yeah I was going to say. Actually, LeBron said, let's shift the focus to him. <laughs> yeah. um, I think I might want to play with him. Just let Bronny be a kid. He's, yeah. he's not going to make it to the league. Yeah. <laughs> Although maybe Bryce's stock has slowed down a little bit because – I was under the impression he was going to be like a power forward. Like that, That's what are, I thought, too. Those are the highlights I see. And his on-three profile says he's 6'4 and a shooting guard, so I guess ah. he quit growing. Maybe there's a late growth spurt coming or something, although he's class of 2025, so seems as if he be might be late. done. Yeah. Although he's, he's linked to Ohio State. Okay. On-three has him as the number 123 national player. Wow. So at least somewhat of a player. But, yeah, I thought he was supposed to be, like, uh, I thought he was trending towards being, like, a five-star, like, actual, like, stud. Yeah, same. I don't really keep up with either of them that much. No, no, I just remember when everyone was talking about Bronny, everyone was like, actually, watch out for Bryce. Right. He's the talented one. So I did watch some of Bryce's highlights. I was like, oh, yeah, he is good. Yeah. And he seemed more like the Horace Grant with the goggles on. And had, <laughs> yeah. It was more like, hey, he's LeBron, but he's going to use his size and, and get in the post from an early age. And then I guess that would be kind of tough. Like, yeah, you hit the lottery, you know, being a son of a billionaire. But you also probably thought you hit the genetic lottery. Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be just as big, if not bigger, than my dad. And then all of a sudden you get the 6'4", and it's just no more. That is tough. You quit growing. You keep yeah. thinking, I got I got four or five more inches on me. Let's go. And nope. Nope. You don't get there. Because I think the assumption is always, like, you're going to be taller than your dad. I, mean, I think that's kind of, you think of evolution. Like, oh, yeah, we're just going to keep getting a little bit bigger, a little bit bigger. I know that, you know, LeBron's a freak, but still you're like, okay, I got those jeans. Here we go. Because <laughs> Brody's not not very tall either, right? I think he's about the same size yeah. as Bryce, probably 6'4", 6'5". You can only feel so bad for him, but that would be tough if you thought, like, hey, I'm getting ready to be this dominant post player, and all of a sudden <laughs> now you're out playing on the perimeter. You, you can wear goggles and be a good post player. You can't wear goggles and be a guard, you know? You gotta be a cold guard to wear goggles. Yeah, you can't. I've never yeah. seen a guard that wears goggles. And if maybe if you know you you take Tyrese Halliburton and put some goggles on him, maybe it works for him. I don't know. Maybe you put him on John Morant. Uh, John Morant would kind of have the Urkel thing going. Maybe I don't know. Anyways, Bronny's averaging five and a half a game, which isn't bad as a freshman. No, it's not. It's not. He's playing twenty minutes. And he, you know, well-rounded, two and a half boards, three assists. That, that that wouldn't be bad if that was just a freshman coming in to contribute. You would think, okay, sophomore year, maybe this guy takes a leap, which is why, you know, I think the mock drafts moved him to 2025 because the only way he makes a roster next year is because LeBron's holding someone's feet to the fire. Which, if you're Bronny, I think you could do worse than just staying at USC and playing another year. I think you're okay. You don't need the money unless, like, unless he just has the pipe dream of playing with his son too. If he if he grew up idolizing like King Griffey Jr., I was like, oh man, those years he played with Senior, those are special. I want to do that. Otherwise, yeah, stay in school because as a freshman, I mean, you look at Cab Carr, you look at Freddie DeLeon, they'd be killing for four and a half points a game. They'd be killing for four and a half minutes a game. Granted, Tennessee's a much better program right now than USC but still and USC has uh, I forgot about this guy he played at Washington State but they have uh, DJ Rodman that's oh yeah it's Dennis Rodman's kid yeah. is he any good? he's better than Bronny I think well, you told me that Bronny's averaging four and a half points a game that's not too big of a statement let's see yeah DJ's averaging eight points a game five boards a game does he look weird? nah now, that's a tough one to follow up with your dad. Like, if you're a bad rebounder and your dad's yeah. Dennis Rodman, that's just tough. Eh. It's a natural ability, kind of, but. Maybe this is uh, wrong of me, but I don't assume Dennis Rodman was the the best dad growing up. <laughs> that's true. 
I'm not assuming Dennis Rodman was really too active. Maybe, maybe he was because I mean he's got the daughter too, Trinity, right? Like she's yeah. she's a baller. Yeah, she plays for like the national team for soccer. Which I don't know if she's actually a baller because the national team apparently lost to Mexico last night. I didn't see that. Yeah, two two nil. Mm. Dosa Cero, you're on the wrong side of Dosa Cero, as the women lost to Mexico in a Concacaf group play or whatever. So it was a game that mattered. Yeah. But it seems crazy that we're to the point where we're losing with Mexico. But then you had the the manager, or I assume they're called managers, yeah. coaches. I don't know what the hell they're called at the national level. Come out and be like, hey, there's no more easy games now. The rest of the country's catching up. And I was just having, like, PTSD to, to our Lady Vols conversations about how the past ain't the past no more. What a weird opening segment. Seb, send us the break. <laughs> it's the morning show of Fan Run Radio. Everybody. You said the big story of the actual sports world last night was a golf match. That was the actual like big live event last night. I guess uh, it was. Uh, there were a couple things, but yeah, we we were just talking in the break because I had forgotten it was even on. I just happened to turn on the TV and uh, my uh, user interface on YouTube TV. You know, they make recommendations yeah. and they put the match up. Otherwise, I wouldn't have even known. Um, so no, I saw the graphic right before I went to bed of the winner. I saw that Rory McIlroy won. I have no clue who Rory McIlroy faced. Like, I, what was the match last night? It was they were doing uh, some women in it. So I know he oh. played Max Homa, women and they, golfers, Lexi Thompson and Rose Zhang, kind of the two big names in uh, the LPGA. And Max Homa, yeah, those are the four people in it. Yep. Mm-hmm. 2v2. Is Max Homa, I know he's famous in terms of, like, he's good at Twitter and has a personality and goes on Barstool and, and does all this, but, like, is he actually, like, a top golfer? Yeah. I, yeah. I think I think of him as more like the, like, number 25 to 30, somewhere on there. Is that not right? Um, in terms of the best golfers in the world, is that not? No, I mean, he's, he's top 10 for sure right now. Top 10 in PGA or top 10 in the world? He's number 8 in the world right now. But that doesn't take live golfers into account, right? No. I mean, he's not the eighth best golfer in the world, then. Well, I, I need to stop trying to whitewash. He's top fifteen still. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he's the number eight. He's number eight player in the world for a reason. Well, yeah, but that's because ten golfers better than him are at a different tour. I'm tired of you trying to erase them from the world. Well, maybe stay on the tour that counts for points. Well, it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm not arguing about his world ranking. I'm arguing about where he actually ranks in terms of best golfers in the world. No, I mean he's a he's a top fifteen machine. His he, last he, events, he's gone. Tied for 16th. Yeah. He missed a cutout in top Phoenix. Top 15 machine. I'm going to mention a tournament right off the win. bat where he didn't finish top 15. Top 7, as I, top as I 13. Call it top 15 machine. Tied for 5th. Very for first six. tournament, he's tied for 16th. He's in his won, last 20, he's missed like one cut. He's won like over. I'm not saying he's not consistent. Well, that makes you a top 15 golfer in the world. He's, he's not He's not as famous enough to be in a match, though. He's got a great personality. That's what they want in the match. They don't want... You know, Patrick Cantlay just yeah. snoozing it up here and being able to hit good shots. Put, like, every golfer can on on a nighttime yeah. match. Um, uh, Homa's won, like, just in the last couple of years, he's won, like, a half a dozen tournaments. Um, he led that the big money tournament last year uh, for three rounds. He kind of faltered there at the end. But, I mean, he's, he's a legitimately good golfer that's uh, in the mix all the time. No, no, I, I know his name. And, like, I know he's in the mix, but is Rory not thought of as, like, the best golfer in PGA? There there was an agenda on this. Rory's also on this big kick about, uh, I think some of the proceeds last night were going to uh, his goal to get more youth golfers out and understanding of the game, etc. That's likely why he was in it. I got to tell you, this thing, its star is fading a little bit in terms of its draw. That's yeah. You know, well, that's my point because they got Max Homa doing it. it. It's like LeBron James playing one-on-one with Julius Randle. I disagree. I, I mean, like you have to get the personalities in here. It, Homa's Patrick, the best personality in golf. It's Patrick right Mahomes now. against Kirk Cousins. No, 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 no. It's, Kirk Cousins came out of the Netflix show with no, personality galore. No, no. I would say it's it's more like Patrick Mahomes against Travis Kelsey. That type of personality. I mean, Homa's Homa's got it. 
I would argue that Rory McIlroy is the one that's been fading more than Max Homa. Yes, Max Homa is playing better golf recently than Rory McIlroy is. Yeah. Rory McIlroy just he gets his career propped up because of the first five or six years of his career. You guys are propping up golfers. Both of you. <laughs> Both You're, of you just PGA loyalists no. that are sitting here trying to pump up Max Home as a top 10 golfer in the world. He is. If you watch golf, He's John, you, were, you don't watch golf, John. I do watch golf enough to know that I never saw Max Home win nothing big. That's wrong. What's the biggest tournament he's ever won? He won the Genesis. The Genesis. Yeah. The Genesis. That's, that's my one point. Of the, that's one of the biggest tournaments in the PGA season. And he's won what, once? He's Name won. the second biggest tournament he's ever won. Let's see, let's see Max Home's career wins. Name the second biggest one. He's got... He's got a ton of Wells Fargo, the Genesis, the Fortnite Championship. The Fortnite Championship? He's Fortnite. A, he's a gamer? That's a big one now. He's won that twice. Farmers twice. So it's a big one now, and he won it when it wasn't a big one. Next year, you're going to tell me the Puerto Rico Open. Doing win that one down there with, uh, with Finau. Yeah, okay, so he's so great. I'm going to look for his second biggest win. Oh, well, I don't have one. He, he won the Genesis, though. 13 top 10s last year. 18 top 25s. Tell me his best results at majors while you're at Missed it. Missed four cuts. Tell, tell me his best results at majors while you're at it instead of naming all these tournaments that all have right, to fill. All right, I'll go to his major You don't career. need to. I got the answer. He finished <laughs> top 10 once in the U.S. Open. Top 43 at the uh, Name me the last 40, major that Roy McIlroy's won. Tied for 43 at the Masters. Tied for 13 at the PGA. Tied for 47 at the U.S. Open. So don't don't come on here acting like I'm dumb for not thinking Max Home is some elite no. golfer. Okay, you're skipping a couple. Tied for fi- He was tied for fifth in the BMW Championship. I'm not. I said majors, Bob. I'm, I don't Roy McIlroy hasn't won a major in a decade. Yeah. He's finished, he's finished better than top a ten. Decade. He's finished better than top ten. He's the best player in the world. Apparently, you should win a major in a decade. I, I didn't say Roy McIlroy is the best player. You said he's one of the best. I said, well, no. I said he's supposed to be the main guy at PGA is what I said. Don't start putting words in my mouth. Now, go ahead, Main Bob. guy at PGA should win a major in ten years. Finished top fifth in the BMW. Yeah, and uh, so in the in the in what you would consider beyond the majors, this is where all the elite players play. He was tied for fifth at the BMW, tied for sixth at the FedEx St. Jude. What years are these? Can you give Just me last years? year. So whenever half the field's gone to live, then he started getting top five? Uh, you, let's not talk about the live guys. Let's <laughs> talk, five you know, guys going to live. Well, I'm just saying top and, five performances all of a sudden don't matter when, when 15 guys are gone that compete for top fives. That's my point. That's, that's all I'm saying. If you don't, if you don't, okay. If if John Rahm is not in live like he is now, you go back to last season. You've got Dustin Johnson who got out of shape and fat and didn't perform. You've got who else? Patrick Reed who won a Masters and hasn't done anything else except cheat. Don't forget Brooks Kepka. Brooks Kepka who almost. Don't forget Bryce DeChambeau. Hasn't done anything since yeah. he wants his major. Yeah, once he, you know. I mean, he's been better over the last five years than Max Homa. That is not true no, at no, all. No, not I, true I at agree. all. He, he not fell off a cliff, John. He Bro, fell off a he cliff. He was the biggest star in golf for a year. Because he, he hit it far. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Max Homa's That doesn't make him a better golfer Max just because he hits it far. Max Homa's a star because he tweets better. No. You're not going to tell me Max Homa's done more for golf over the last five years than Bryson DeChambeau. Absolutely. No. He, won a, he won a major. What what major did he win? He won the U.S. Open. He won the U.S. Open. He won the U.S. Open. The Bryson. COVID one. The COVID one. I don't think it was the COVID one, Astrid, actually. It was the COVID one. He won the Wingfoot one. I was going to that. So the one in 2020, you're saying? Or? Mm-hmm. He was also was that? Was, Are you sure about that? Was he already started? Positive. He was. Uh, was he jacked up on that one where he like you know gained the 30, 40 pounds? Yeah, that did was. Did he not win a U.S. Open as well? No. That's what he won the okay. U.S. Open. Okay. During okay, COVID. Sorry. Sorry, sorry. Sorry. Yeah. We did say that. Yeah. He went about like six strokes, though, right? Asterisk. COVID. <laughs> Why is it an asterisk? Everything in COVID was an asterisk. Well, also, okay, well, then fine. He also has a t- two top five finishes at the PGA. Top five. Oh, good. You said top five's irrelevant with Max Homa. Not in majors, I didn't. No, I didn't. <laughs> you, if you guys are going to have a genuine discussion about this, then we need to, ha- we need to stop because I I'm need you to watch more golf. I'm here presenting alternate facts that are real facts. They're not. It's not a fact that Bryson has three top five finishes in majors yeah, and one one. Max Homa is a much Max- better golfer than Bryson DeChambeau right now. Right much now. better. Okay, five five years. Much better. Yes. In what world? In what world the is he better world, over John. the last five years? Eight, what, Sam, John? Three. Name me a golf tournament that you've watched outside of the four majors. <laughs> name <laughs> me the, a golf tournament that you've watched outside okay. of the four majors. You've told okay. me multiple time, times that time all out. you watch is the majors. Time out. Time out, Sam. Let's sit here and let's think for a second critically. Okay. Why are they the majors? 
four most important tournaments of the year, but there's a reason why there's more than four tournaments a year. To, to, to qualify for majors. That's why the other tournaments exist, to, to qualify for majors. And Agree or disagree? Yeah. Okay. So you're telling me, for example, let's make a comparison to, like, the playoffs. Okay. So you have a player that performs better in the playoffs and the Super Bowl in the NBA Finals, but – But plays terrible in the other 60 so, tournaments so a year? What you're going to tell me is you think James Harden has – and he's not even James Harden, by the way, because he's got no <laughs> MVPs. But what you're going to see here and tell me is James Harden, regular season savant, is better than Kawhi Leonard. Postseason killer. That's what you're going to tell me. So this official world golf ranking that I'm looking at, this includes live golfers and Homa's eighth. Well, they're just they're live like their points for live tournaments don't qualify for official world golf points. So like they're they're still in there. They're still in there, but they're just continuing to slide because nothing matters until like they don't get points until they go play a major. Yeah, but they can only play a major if they've qualified. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, well, lives like a men's softball league anyway. So, four four top ten finishes in majors for Bryson. Four top eight finishes in majors for Bryson. I understand he's hated. I get that. I understand he got hurt and he's not as good as he was. He's trying to lose the weight and he's he's regretting the decision to bulk up. I understand all that. I keep up with golf enough. Say you're not gonna you're not gonna come out here and call me. I mean, I am a casual, but you're not gonna act like I don't know enough about it to have a conversation about it. Got a guy, James Harden. I'll take Lamar Jackson over Patrick Mahomes because the regular season. Individual sport. Individual sport. Still, I know, but the regular season and postseason stuff matters. That's like saying, well, well, this tennis player, he dominates the Cincinnati Open. Yeah, he gets his ass kicked in Wimbledon, but hey, he won the Cincinnati Open. Well, the bottom line is, Homa is, is a far more skilled golfer. He, it's not... The only reason he's not in the, – the reason he wasn't that he was in that last night isn't because simply that he's great on Twitter or on social media. Is he engaging? Is he telegenic, all that stuff? Sure he is. That's great. But he can golf, man. He's, he's absolutely in the conversation all the time. Has he won a major? No. There's a lot of guys who haven't won a major that are great, great golfers. Mm. Who? Victor Hovland. Okay, Victor Hovland. I don't know, how old is Max Homa? Is he is him and is him and Hovland the same age? Because I, in my mind, like, Homa's five years older. No, than Hovland. Hovland's had a long road. He's, he's probably like mid twenties. Yeah, he's what? I mean, there's so many guys. There's you don't even have to go to like Hovland right now. Like Ian Poulter's never won a major. That guy's been playing forever. Okay, well, Ian Poulter. Ricky Fowler hasn't won a major. Oh, like, okay, Tommy Fleetwood. Okay. Matt Kuchar never won okay. a major. Xander really. The more you guys talk and say these names, you're kind of proving my point. Ian These Poulter. are all great golfers. Compared to the rest of the world, sure. But no one's ever thought Ian Poulter is great on tour. He's never been considered one of the best golfers in the world. He was number. He got ranked number <laughs> yeah. five well, in I mean, the world well, at his highest. At his highest. So for how long? What? I'm, I'm being, I'm number like, five in the world is not a great golfer, John? No, but I'm saying like he's never been thought of as like an elite golfer. And what I'm saying elite. He's been on six Ryder Cups. Okay, How is that not elite? He's one of the best postseason performers ever if he's been on six Ryder okay, Cups. The Ryder Cup, a little bit different. That's like the Olympics. He's like Carmelo Anthony going, going to playing in the Olympics. You're, so you're just moving the goalposts on your no, argument I'm here, saying John. the Ryder Cup is on a major, Sam, because they don't do the it, Ryder it is, Cup every year. That is year. a major in golf, absolutely. They do it every, that is like the fifth major. They don't do it every year. Yeah, they and don't. And like, guys don't, it's not the same format. Would we agree on that? It's no, kind of, but the guys take it more serious than majors because of that. Okay, I they don't want know, that legacy. I don't know if that's exactly true that people take it more seriously. You think Tiger Woods was taking the Ryder Cup more seriously than the Masters? Is that oh, what you're gonna say here? And just tell me? as much, I bet. No, no. Yes, if you pulled, lose? if you pulled Tiger every golfer good. in the world, I bet outside of the four majors, the Ryder Cup is just as important as everything else. I thought the Genesis was. I thought the BMW was. Which one is These it? These are just bigger paychecks now. I'm so confused. I mean, the Ryder Cup is is not the same as a major. I understand that it's fun, it's a party. I get that. I get that. But it's it's not the same thing. Has Colin Disagree. Morikawa won a major? Yes. Yeah, he won the PGA. He won it in California. I think He's won two. Has Colin not won two? Just one, I think. You sure about that? I think just one. Again, Colin Morikawa, great golfer. He has one oh, yeah, he, he got the Open, too, in oh, 2021. God. See, look at me. I'm the golf expert on the show. Oh, yeah. I'm the golf expert on the show. Colin's only got one major. I only watch the majors, so I know exactly yeah, who wins. Yeah, those are the wins. ones that matter. <laughs> They're called majors for a reason. 
They're not miners. I don't want to watch the miners. I don't, I don't go watch our friends up here in Kodak, the Smokies. If I'm going to go to a baseball game, I'm going to go watch the Braves or the Reds. That's what I want to watch. The majors, not the minors. I love my good indie films, but if I'm going to go pay at the movies, sometimes I want to see the blockbusters. Sometimes I want to see the A-listers. Well, there you go. Max Homa is like Coda. No, he's not, because Coda won. He's Coda won, won, but... Coda won Best Picture, Bob. Max Holmes never won Best Picture. <laughs> he's never come close. He's not even nominated. And you all oh, no, no, he's come close. He's he's been in, you know, he's had top ten, top five finishes. It's happened. Bob, I just, not last year. Don't you know? There's it's deeper than last year. Bob, I just told you the best he's ever finished is tied for tenth at the U.S. Open Championship. They didn't come close to winning that. Otherwise, he's forty seventh, thirteenth, and forty third in majors. I get he's a good Twitter personality. I understand. That's not. I'm telling you, it's there's more to it than that. That's great. That's great that he's good at that. That's great that he's good at it. Then why did no one watch the match? Well, there's probably more to it than that, but I don't want to offend no one in this room. But if it was two of the top golfers in the world, I think people would watch it, and we didn't even know what was happening. And you guys are golf guys. I think there's just been like six too many matches. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'd like if the NBA did a two-on-two pickup thing like eight different times, I think I'd stop watching by the sixth one too. I don't think you would if it was LeBron and, and Giannis and Durant and Steph Curry. Well, like again, once they got to Julius Randle <laughs> and Tyrese Halliburton and Trey Young, you'd probably quit watching at a certain point. But as long as like Luca was there, maybe if your best guys in the world Embiid. just stopped going to live, we'd get some better some better matches. Well, I think the PJs bit the knee on that. Not to bring it back to that, but they're like, "Hey, we were wrong. We're going to, you know, pay you guys, and, and we're trying to give you more money. We got we got a lot more money we can give you." I, I think Phil Mickelson ended up being kind of right about that. Is that not true? What's that again? Did Phil not end up kind of being right about everything he said about the PGA whenever he was like pushing live that they had so much more money that they could pay out? And well, they, I mean, obviously they have much more money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that was the whole thing, right? He's like, hey, the PGA is kind of being crooks here, and like they're not really operating in good faith, and I'm oh, going to yeah. go to this rival league because there's more money to be made, and we deserve our rights, and we deserve to do all this. And the PGA is like, no, we can't do that. And then, you know, five years later, he's like, okay, fine. Yeah, they have all the elevated events now right. and all that stuff. That's true. Yeah. Sorry for Max Homa fans that they're listening because I, I like the guy. He's solid. Julius Randle's a borderline all-NBA player. There's nothing wrong with that. That means he's borderline top 15 where Sam told me he's at. So, like, I don't know why we went from, you know, agreeing that he's borderline top 15 to trying to act like he's just the most famous guy in the world. I just don't know why we, how we got there. To say that he had a better five-year run than Bryson DeChambeau is, the, is one of the dumbest things you've ever said on the show, Sam. I don't think it's dumb. Bryson DeChambeau vanished for a couple of seasons. He's he's been gone. Bryson got so bad on the PGA Tour, he had to go to live just to take his extra money and run. Exactly. Well, that's why I said the last five years. <laughs> that's the same as saying moving like, the goalposts again, man. No, it wasn't moving the goalposts because my, the last couple of years was the whole time five years, Bob. Nope, nope, nope. Let's talk about this. I know we got a caller, but let's talk about this very quickly. The last, let's take the last two to three years with DeChambeau versus Homa. Look at that. Go look at that, and let's see what we have. I, I'm telling you, DeChambeau fell off a cliff. Well, I don't disagree with that. But I think that well, I, when I say five years, I get to count my majors, which is why I said five years. You sound like all these Indiana University basketball fans I grew up with that still talk about their national championships from like 30 <laughs> freaking years ago. It's like, quit looking in the rearview mirror. Okay, We're looking ahead, on, baby. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It's, I'm, not, I'm not going 35 years. I'm going five years. I'm going in recent memory. That, in golf, that's a lifetime. That's a wide field of talented players, man. And, and that's fine. Again, if you tell me Max Holmes is better than Bryson DeChambeau right now, I don't disagree. We can agree on that. But for Sam to say he's had a better five-year run is just not true. He's more consistent in the last five years. If you want to count only majors as your only argument, then, yeah, we'll go ahead and say that. Well, when I say more important, sure. again, majors more than minors. Bryson's finishes in his last, his last times uh, as a PGA member, tied for 14th, tied for 25th, miscut, 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 miscut. Tied for 56th at the U.S. Open, then tied for 8th. Am I crazy? Did he not finish top five in the PGA Championship just last year? 
Well, that was did yeah. This, this is him. This is him. Before this is his last PGA Tour finishes. Did he not just This is his last PGA Tour finishes. Did he? When's the last time he played the PGA? This was when he was playing there. This is what I'm saying when he's playing against the best players in the world. Hold on, hold on, timeout. So Bob's saying I can't count the last five years, but you're going back to two or three years ago in his PGA event final standings. That's what you're telling me. Last because year, again, last year in the majors, missed cut at the Masters, uh-huh. tied for fourth at the PGA, okay. tied for twentieth okay. at the Open, okay. at, or tied for twentieth at the U.S. Open, tied for sixtieth at okay. the Open. So you're telling me he had a top five finish in a major? One tied, Which yeah, one top five, a missed cut, and he did it last year, and the tied for sixtieth, but a top five finish. I guarantee you that Max Homa made more money than Bryson DeChambeau at the majors last year. I made it make more money playing golf. At the majors, he did. The only, majors, the only, the only make, events that matter, he made, made more he money. I made it make more money playing golf all year. I bet he at did. The, at the only events that matter, he did. Uh, he didn't have a better finish. Oh, he made more money then. He didn't have a better finish. Let's go to the phone lines. Let's grab Roberto. He wants to weigh in on the golf. Good morning, Roberto. I can't believe that I'm actually going to side with John, but here I am. What do you mean John's you can't right, believe? Y'all. John's got a good John, track record of being on right. on a lot of the same things. But I, I, God love you. I think you're really, really right here. Bryson DeChambeau in the last five years is still a better golfer than Max Homa. He has a major. Period. A major. Period, guys. Period. Max Homa has won six total golf tournaments in his professional career on the PGA at only four different courses. He dominates at two courses. And and God love him for that. He's, He's a great golfer. Today, Max Homa is a better golfer than Bryson DeChambeau. The last five years, it's not even in question. It's, it, it's a joke to even have the conversation. I feel Bryson like, DeChambeau is better. You know, Roberto, it's so it's so funny to say that because I feel like I've been being gaslit here. I feel like I'm living in a, a I think you are. I feel, like, I feel like I'm being trolled here, what? except I see the look on both Bob's and Sam's face, and they're fuming. They're mad. Well, no, I, guys, I, I think the, guys, con- the conversation pivoted from... It never pivoted. Yes, it did. It's like, why was he in the match last night? It's because it's not about what he did It was did because he's a top ago. 10 golfer in the world, and yeah. then he goes, oh, no, well, he's ranked yeah, number I, eight I, in the world. No, he's not a top either. 15 player in the world. I think it's his mass media presence. His he's mass media presence doesn't count to, a world, to world golf point rankings. They don't count the live golfers in the world rankings, Sam. Calling He'd still top- be a top 15 player if John Rahm, they- Cam Smith, and Bryson DeChambeau. There's five good players on live. There's well, not 50. So do we agree that calling him number eight is a little disingenuous? Uh, that, there's not a big gap between eight and 15 either. Okay. I don't disagree. I've, I'm just He's not top eight. I'm just – Bryson DeChambeau, every single tournament he's won as a professional has been at a different golf course. That, that to me, speaks more volumes than, you got, than your argument's having. So Homa can dominate at essentially two courses. He's four of his six wins are at two courses. Bryson DeChambeau has eight, and this is just PGA Tour. I'm not counting Live. I'm not counting Euro. I'm not counting any of that. Bryson DeChambeau has eight at eight different courses. He's a more adaptable golfer. Also, Bryson DeChambeau, who's older? Do you guys know? I would say they're pretty. They're close. probably pretty similar. I think Bryson's like thirty. I don't know Max's yeah. age. Yeah, Homa is almost thirty-four. If Homa's four years older and has less wins, the silence from Sam is deafening. I mean, he, uh, yeah, it took him longer here. to get to the tour for sure. He went through because Bryson DeChambeau is a better through. golfer earlier in his career. Yeah. Period. Yeah, I'm not denying that one earlier in his career. You Absolutely. guys just love yeah. the grinders. There's nothing wrong with loving a grinder. Max Home is out making his little videos, his little kitschy things about people's swings and making fun of him. I think it's great. I think he's hilarious. I think he's really good for the game of golf. In the last five years, he is not a better golfer than Bryson DeChambeau, and I loathe Bryson DeChambeau. I'm, I'm, I'm Team Brooksy. Also, um, I don't know how it shakes out now, but I think in the last 30 majors, or well, I would say the last 28, I think as many live golfers have won those majors as PGA current PGA golfers. Sam, does that make you sick to hear? Well, I mean, yeah, that's clearly been Liv's strategy is trying to poach like former major winners. Yeah. And yeah. why can't they? Yeah. Money. Money, yeah. Money. And those guys still get to play in the majors because that's all that matters. Have a great day, guys. Appreciate your Roberto. I don't think I needed the tag team help, but in wrestling, we call it a, a hot tag. You bring in your opponent, he comes in and starts throwing bows, and 
man, he he dismantled you worse than I did, Sam. <laughs> it is true, you know. The, the The point about Homa really only being able to win the Wells Fargo is a pretty, a pretty telling stat. I, mean, I know he's got a couple other, but anyways, there, there's your golf segment for the year, <laughs> at least for the month. We'll we'll see you in April for the Masters. Should we do a little Bryson versus Max Homa Masters bet? No. I mean, we can do it for like the – I mean, I don't – I'll tell you. I'll, let's do it this. Uh, I'll, here's what I'll do, which I, I need to check to see how Bryce is playing this year. I don't even know if Liv is – I know they started, but I don't know if, if he's playing or not. But I'll do a, who finishes higher in all four majors, who has the highest finish. Okay. Not cumulatively, just the one. No, cumulative. No, the highest finish. Cumulative finish. Whoever finishes the highest. Cumulative finish. No, whoever finishes the highest. I don't want to do eight, that. All eight opportunities, whoever has the highest finish wins. Eight opportunities. What are you talking well, about? There's four, four majors. But two golfers. Four times two is eight, so there's eight opportunities. I want I want That's how total math cumulative works, Sam. score. There's, there's I want total cumulative four. score. It's eight. No, I don't want to do that. Okay. Because so I understand that home is more consistent. Okay. And I don't know how it turned into a Homa-Bryson argument. It was just I don't think Homa – is is fitting the mold of what the match is supposed to be. That that was really my point. Either Who else would a, you put in there? Well, I mean, I'm just saying, like, it started with like Tiger and Phil, like two heavyweights. Like, I know oh, that yeah. I know they're not at the top of their game, but I'm saying yeah. those are those are guys that are you know obviously decorated and, and the two best golfers of our generation. I mean, I, I, you still say that about Phil, right? The last 25 sure. years, he's still the second best sure. golfer. Maybe Brooks will be passing him in terms of that at some point. But then, you know, to go from that to, okay, then you're going to bring in, you know, who else has been in it? Rory. Justin Thomas has been in it at times too, right? Those are guys that are, you know, top three golfers that have the major championships. I'm just saying to get to where we're at now where it's just, well, this guy's popular and it's consistent. Now he's playing Rory. It's just, well, I didn't even know it was happening. That was only my point. I didn't mean to make it a whole Max Homa <laughs> dismantling and. No, my point, th- and that what my, what my point was was that yeah he's again great on social media he's a funny guy all this other stuff I'm telling you there's more to him than that he's you know we follow golf and he's yeah he's 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 a good golfer I just don't I still don't agree with the let's rewind to the past four or five years because that's just not if that's the case I'd be following other pro athletes that you know aren't doing that much these days and. Like LeBron? I don't know. It's been a while since he won a title. I'm just saying, like, he's not as good as he once was, but, I mean, we still we still care about people that win championships is my point. But that still matters more. I don't care about Bryson DeChambeau. <laughs> well, fair enough. <laughs> fair I really enough. don't. Yeah. Um, could care less about Bryson DeChambeau. And I know a lot of people hate him. Yeah. I know a lot of people hate him. And I'm and and love that Roberto's a Kepka fan. Kepka's a hell of a golfer, but man, it's hard. It's hard to imagine being. I'm, I'm Team Brooks. <laughs> team Brooksy. Yeah. Not even Team Brooks. Yeah. Team Brooksy. But that's cool. Uh, you you do you. That's fine. Again, there's nothing wrong with being Julius Randle. That's all you can make all NBA <laughs> doing that. There's our golf segment for the month. It's it's the morning show on Fan Run Radio. A brand built in Tennessee and born from the love of the game. Inward Half revolutionizes golfing comfort. Crafted by a former pro and dedicated enthusiast just like you, our luxury performance wear guarantees. Do we need to go around the room and say nice things about each other? I think it's the first argument we've ever gotten into. <laughs> it's all been laughs and, and good, healthy being nice. Yeah, good healthy sports topics, not good healthy sports debates so far on the morning show. We've left the the first take model to the G.I. Jake show. They, they give us our fill of our argument. That's the first time we've got down in the mud. I just need to check. I mean, because I straight up called you an idiot, Sam. So I need, I need Oh, I'm to, good. You, you good? No, I mean, I'm good. You're a little bit bigger of a boy uh, than... And some of my past producers. So I don't really want to make you too mad. Like okay. Marcus was a pretty big old boy, but You'd feel good with him outside. Yeah, if Marcus got into a scrap, I, I feel good about that. But you're no. a pretty big old boy and you're still you're still in your fighting shape and you're still uh pretty young and Yeah, I'm know. definitely in my prime. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think your prime would be more like twenty five or twenty six. Okay. So I haven't even hit mind. my prime. You haven't hit yours yet. Yeah. Thanks. But Thanks. you're still in like your your upper trajectory. Yeah. I am not. 
I'm, yeah, I'm still like a young sophomore building that body in the weight room. I'm graduating towards old man strength that's not going to have a kid that I don't get to activate mm. dad strength. That's where I'm headed, so I'm worried about that. So I want to keep you on my good side. No, you, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fight you or anything for this one. Well, I know, but are you embarrassed that I hurt your pride by no, you didn't arguing circles around you? No, you didn't hurt my pride by being the real golf guy. And I'm still, I'm still holding strong with my boy Max. Okay, just checking, Bob. <laughs> what about you? And to think, I brought you guys cookies yesterday. <laughs> Yeah, he's going to take Thank those you, back. <laughs> Thank you, Sue, for the cookies. Nah, we're good. Um, it's funny, a couple, couple listeners <laughs> posted on X. One of them said, the fact that you guys are arguing over this is hilarious because I didn't even know the match happened last night. Because <laughs> add Max Homa in it. No, no, no. Yes. No, no, it's not. I'm telling you. If Tiger was in it, you would have known. Well, yeah. If Brooks Kepko was in it, you would have known. Uh, Maybe. Maybe. You're giving Brooks too much credit about his likability. I'm not saying he's likable. I'm, I'm giving him maybe too much credit, or maybe you're not giving him enough credit for just his notoriety. Uh, notoriety and likability aren't the same thing, right? Like, you can be a public figure and be a lightning rod. It doesn't mean that your Q rating is necessarily high, but, but people know who you are. I don't know. I struggle with um, whether people weren't aware of it last night. Well, a lot of it is, if you think about when they started the match, like the first one was the day after Thanksgiving, yeah, which was brilliant because there's something to watch. Right? Perfect time on the calendar for it. Yeah. A, uh, a Monday night in February is kind of odd to me. Um, again, nighttime golf was kind of cool to watch. but um, Is this because they want to try to do two a year? Maybe. Because the Kelsey Mahomes versus the Warriors thing, that was in the summer, right? That was before. That was after the NBA season, but before the NFL season began, I believe. Right. So do they want to try to just do this one in February so they can squeeze another one out in July? Well, it's tough. They, and they've got to, if they're trying to squeeze it in around, you know, the tour, too, that's the other part of it. So I think the other part, and I appreciate what they're trying to do to, uh, you know, spread the wealth, so to speak, but. Um, there's still a lack of awareness with women's golf, too. So, you know, Lexi Thompson and Rose Zhang were in it. Those are big names, but still, I just wonder if that might have contributed to, uh, again, lack of awareness, maybe. I mean it sincerely when I say that I would have been willing to watch a whole of it to watch the women. Like, I, I don't know if I'm like a, you know, a feminist when it comes to my sports or what. I mean, I watch the Lady Vols on Sunday. I, I check out some WNBA games when they get to the playoffs. I, I like my Caitlin Clark games. I like to try to support the women's sports, but I'm also just curious about those people. And, like, I would have liked to have seen what the women golfers look like. I, I, I never watched the LPGA. I got For as much WNBA as I've watched for Candace Parker and for Tarasi and just to see and Caitlin Clark, I haven't watched one stroke of LPGA golf. Maybe, I mean, saying ever would obviously be hyperbolic, but I've never voluntarily sought it out. It's been on the TV before. I never even watch it for as much as I watch golf. But, like, I, I mean, I've, I'll watch it, but I don't actively turn it on. But it is, it's very impressive. Like, they're they're hitting it just as far. I was just, <laughs> like, uh, we were saying in the break, uh, what I saw last night, the most I've probably watched of Lexi Thompson, she was crushing the ball, man. Really long hitter. Feels like PGA and LPGA dropped the tour then on trying to kind of promote that because I, I would have sincerely watched a whole or two of it. And, you know, I, I guess Michelle, was it Michelle Wee? I watched some of her yeah. golf. Yeah, she, she was, was enough of a name to get me there. And was I it, think she's retired by now. Yeah, Annika, was it Annika Sorsten? Was Sorenstein, she the, yeah, she's a big one. She was like one of the goats. Yeah, right? that's yeah, like the tiger kind of, of women. The tiger yeah. before, yeah, Michelle yeah. Wee. I, I was young, but I remember like her name at least and, and her dominating the tour. But outside of that, yeah, Lexi Thompson that. was huge. Like that's a that's a big. She the girl from Stanford, or is that Rose? Rose Zhang's the one. Rose from Stanford, went to right? Stanford. Yeah, I don't know where Lexi Thompson went to school. She's been playing on the LPGA since she was like sixteen or something like okay. that. And I will say what I th- I think was another positive outcome of it. What I saw from that standpoint, because again, I've just been familiar with them by name. I've never really watched them play, but they, the way they the the format of the matches. You know, they're all talking, you know, to each other. They yeah. can hear each other with the announcers. And and both Lexi and Rose were great. You got to learn a little more about them and their personalities. And so that part of it was good. But I do think 
there was a bit of a miss in terms of promoting it and a huge miss. No, I yeah. mean for us to do sports and none of us to talk about it yesterday and for I don't know if you guys were aware of it leading into it last night or not, but like I I didn't know it until the very end of the of the tournament. I had I seen Rory's stuff, screenshot. but then I didn't realize it was last night. Yeah. Again. So was it every man for themselves, every man and woman for themselves? It... No, I think they did a 2v2. Like, I think okay, it was they, one yeah. guy and one girl versus the I'm other. pretty sure the picture so. I saw just had Rory in it. It didn't have uh, the woman, his partner. In well, he won. They, they did a couple, like, individual hole things, okay. you know, and he and I think there was a big money hole for sure that he won, and, I, you know, he's parlaying a lot of that money to That's sad. Rory charities. needs a win so bad. That's sad. <laughs> Was it like different formats on different holes? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Was Barkley out there? He was there. He was in. Yeah, and, he's got to be so, so it was our guy DJ Khaled. Really? Yeah. So, that's all I saw. He was like an on-course <laughs> correspondent, and so he was walking around. No one was carrying him, but he, uh, yeah, he was out there, and it was Barkley and uh, Trevor Immelman. Uh, so they had like you know a legitimate golfer. There was a female that was actually helping with the announce too, and Ernie Johnson, but I don't know who the female was. They never really, at least when I was watching, they never said who it was. I knew basketball season was obviously going on last night, but I figured Barkley and, and Ernie had to honor their contracts and get out there. And he's, Barkley's a part of all the matches in terms of being a draw. So I was going to say, if he wasn't out there to give his commentary in between holes, then like must have been really bad, but it's not like you can have that much fun with those four golfers anyway. Maybe maybe you could have fun with a little bit with Rory, and, and Homa's got a personality, but I, I'm, I'm sure they told Barkley, hey, tread lightly with the women. You, you can't yeah. say anything too bad to the women. <laughs> Be careful, Charles. Oh, he, he I will say this before we hit break. He, he did something to bash Southwest Airlines, actually, <laughs> and then he said, he goes, I apologize. I love Southwest Airlines. Because I love their peanuts, and that that, that got Lexi Thompson laughing. She was laughing pretty hard, but uh. it must have been a sponsor of uh, of Turner. Hour one of the books. We'll kick off hour two with some other things you might have missed from last night. It's called About Last Night. Sam will catch up to speed. It's the morning show on Fan Run Radio. The superb.